With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know what? We give you such great content. We've had everyone on here from Michael B. Jordan to Ava DuVernay. My, we, Michelle. Michelle Yo, yes. We've discovered Henry Golden. <laughs> We've had Oscar winners. We've had Oscar winners. Emmy winners. Emmy winners. <laughs> Tony winners. Golden Globe winners. The it's least you could the do. The least you could do. There's a rating system and we would love for you just to click on five stars for us <laughs> and leave a comment. Only if they're nice. Nice though. comments Nice only. comments. And you know, you know, we're very fragile. No, I'm just we're very fragile. We're journalists. So we're fragile. <laughs> but yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Rate us five stars. Tell your friends yeah. about this show. Exactly. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Recommend it you to know, everybody. Sit down with your parents. Listen to this over dinner while you're eating food. After <laughs> 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 you eat dinner. But yeah, please rate us. Give us five stars. And leave us a comment or two. It will be very much appreciated. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode. Actually, we we're, haven't, we yeah, haven't been around been for a while, while guys. So we're back. Hi. We're back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? We, we, we've been on hiatus, you know, taking a little break to, to reset. But <laughs> it was yeah. really a break because we just had a lot more yeah, to do. Yeah, we That's had a why. lot to do. We were busy. We're we busy folks, guys. Yeah. But we're back. Um, once again, I'm Amanda Duca, And I am Dina Ray Ramos. This week, we have... Divine Joy Randolph, star yes. of Dolomite is my name. And if you guys haven't seen Dolomites on Netflix, it is right now. so good. It's you so fun. You have to watch it. And she plays Lady Reed. She's the only female. I mean, I think is she the only female character. She's no, the there's, only, there's, more, there's female characters yeah, around. But she's, she's, she's the a, main she's featured a main, one. Yeah, yeah, she's the main female character. She basically, yeah, she holds, I mean, to me, she's the backbone of the film. She's the heart of the film, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, like I said, go see it. It's really good. Yeah, and um, she's also a Tony-nominated actress from right. Ghost the Musical. Right. She her, plays Oda Mae Brown. Her story is so interesting. Yeah, we won't like, we won't give it anyway. Right. Just, you you could just hear it. But yeah. yeah, she has a very cool story. She's her, she was giving me so much positive energy. It was, yes. It, it, it's great. Uh, yeah. Um, and she's also on the show on Showtime. I don't know if you guys watch. It's a good show. It's called. It's the the new Kristen. Is it Kirk, Kirsten? Right. Kirsten Dunst. Chris, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten. That's sorry, called, yeah, Dunst. sorry, Dennis Dunst. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure I'm saying sorry your to name this right. man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Unbecoming a God in Central Florida. It's really, really good. It you is. Have to check. It's on Showtime. Uh, Divine turns up in a couple of episodes. Yeah. And also, wait, yeah, and let's Divine was also in Selfie. <laughs> right. She was in Selfie, and she's doing the um, the Billy holiday pick uh the the what's his name lee daniels the holiday movie, which i'm excited and i, I think too. she's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. but definitely definitely check out dolomite is my name it's if out you now i've not seen it, it netflix is you have no excuse right you guys <laughs> you just just go watch it yeah so without further ado here is divine Divine, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. Thank we are so excited. We both saw, saw the movie. At TIFF. At TIFF. Yes. yes. And the, at the lo- premiere. At the premiere. But Excuse it, us. <laughs> at the premiere. <laughs> no, but we we loved it. It was one of my yes. favorite movies, personally, my favorite movie that I watched at TIFF. So congrats on that. Yes. Um, so, but we like to, like, for the podcast, we like to kind of start at the beginning of your acting journey. Mm-hmm. So just, can you t- sort of take us through, like, what sort of inspired you to get into this business? Because I, I know you studied musical, musical theater. theater. I was a, uh, I'm a classically trained okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So when, how did, where did that stem, like, where did that stem from? 
where, how to act and come into the picture. Right, or just like your 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 love for performing. Um, I uh, well, I was always. I, my parents weren't stage parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I came to understand at a young age. Okay, I have a talent for singing. Mm-hmm. This causes change. This moves people. So I was like, okay, how I was going to use that, I wasn't really quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my parents are both educators, so education is really important. Mm-hmm. So I was in many different, you know, after school programs mm-hmm. and. All that stuff. it was never like I guess what I'm trying to say it was never pointed to and geared to to acting. Oh, definitely okay. not acting. Wow. Um, and like, yeah, I was like that after school kid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that had like all the activities and like got home at six. Mm-hmm. So when did like, acting come in play? I got kicked out of opera school. Oh, oh wow. Um, and so my mom, due to credits, like on some survival type stuff, mm-hmm. she was like, well is all under the umbrella of communications department. So, mm-hmm. transfer on over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I was, so it's, it's to, I say all that to say, like, to be in this position now is very bizarre. Right, oh. Because I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't, didn't dream that yeah. dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I do, this word has been coming up of like imposter syndrome because no, you're just, we, were just, just yeah, we, we about talk that. about that a lot. It's yeah. a real thing, especially mm-hmm. to be involved in the arts where it's subjective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like who defines mm-hmm. what's good, what's bad. I mean, I guess we have kind of like a neutral basis right. of what's like decent. Mm-hmm. But then outside of that, like who controls that narrative right so mm-hmm. for all this to be happening it's 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 overwhelming and it's very exciting mm-hmm. and it's also at times it's like yo this is crazy because right. i never that's crazy yeah i never oh thought because you come off so natural yeah like, thank <laughs> you yeah. thank yeah. you so it was just kind of like an organic thing like it, or- i mean i went to school for it so yeah but so uh i went to transfer it over to the theater department i was there for like a year year and a half mm-hmm. uh graduated and then went to yale so i definitely got yeah. an education in it and i think what was cool or possibly what worked to my benefit was that i it was like a baby, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So with a baby, if you throw a baby in the water, it's going to start swimming. Mm-hmm. Not saying like it was just so natural to me and I took to it, but right. more so in the sense of like there's not the element of fear. There's not the sense mm-hmm. of self-sabotage right. and all the things that an actor um, is their day-to-day that right. they go that through. Pressure, yeah. yeah, that it was just like it was a sponge. Mm-hmm. You tell me, do this, this, and this, put that there, I do it. Mm-hmm. And then through... Very instinctual kind mm-hmm. of, right? Yeah, yeah, so maybe that's what it is of mm-hmm. what you see of being natural. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, at the end of the day, anybody can be an actor. Mm-hmm. Whether they choose to do it or not is up to them. Because at the end of the day, if you really break it down, acting is just illuminating and imitating or recreating the human experience. Mm-hmm. We're all human beings. Mm-hmm. And we that's all true. have impact to a level in which I don't have to have lived every single thing in your life in order to be able to, on a certain level, replicate it or understand it a certain level and meet it mm-hmm. on a general basis. Mm-hmm. Where I then take it from there is then, you know, you're splitting hairs, but anyone can do it. It's mm-hmm. just whether, you know, it's the courage or the yeah. whatever else comes into the anxiety, being out there on display, yeah. all those things. But for me, like, I don't have stage fright. I don't. Mm. go through that stuff it's not by any means that I'm cocky or anything like that but for me acting is on a deeper level because for many reasons I very easily could not be in this situation Mm -hmm. and because I know people who are very close to me who are just as talented if not more talented than me Mm -hmm. who are busting their butt trying to make you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. make away from themselves and Mm -hmm. it just hasn't happened just yet I take it very serious I don't take it lightly because I understand the privilege that I'm in I also see with this level of opportunity the amount of responsibility that you have as a woman especially as a person of color who is a female and telling stories you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you're the mouthpiece because the thing is is education is not at the level that it was before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know because my parents were educators, but I would come home to a workbook. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? I, like, know, I see no, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I we have that. workbooks. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So there was a certain level, especially when it comes to like biopics and, and retelling true stories or telling history. It's, 
kids aren't reading as much. Yeah. Kids aren't, you know what I mean, getting certain information in school mm-hmm. to the level that we were. And even then, I mean, I went to the quote unquote who's who of Philadelphia like prep schools mm-hmm. and even then slavery was just skipped. Right. Mm. Civil rights, they brought up Rosa and then and like then the industrial <laughs> revolution. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I remember for like for slavery, right? They just put glory on for us, and we watched Glory. That really? That was our. That, that was, was our your history. education yeah. for that. Yeah. Okay, but this is exactly what I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. though, right? You watch Glory, so think about that. As the actor, mm-hmm. I have the responsibility. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like all the responsibility is on you right. to tell the story and tell it right. Be mm-hmm. authentic. Don't don't be consumed in how I look and this and that. Tell the person's story because at the end of the day, this goes back to caveman times. You have to breathe life into these people mm-hmm. because without it, they're dead. When people, our loved ones are gone, they live on by us by telling us. their story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So whether, and I'm sure, I'm sure mm-hmm. that they had, those actors in particular, those black actors, mm-hmm. had felt a responsibility and honor in being in part of that project mm-hmm. and felt it their duty because you come to find out years later that is going to be a child's Education. only introduction to that world. Yeah. Right. Come right. on. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's crucial. Right. Especially now. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's not all like the flashy, flashy gowns and, and the outfits and the looks and right. the, the parties exactly. and like, yeah. it's the work. It's crucial because kids aren't getting it, but they right. have, you know, their phones, the the internet and, and the media and entertainment is right in the palm of their hand. Yeah. So you better be sure what you're putting out there. Yeah, you gotta have some of that other stuff too, but at the core, you better be sure it's quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just, that's very true because that can because I I will admit like I knew very I, I knew of Ruby Ray more, but I didn't know of him yeah. until and then this movie made me want to. I looked up all his stuff. I look, I did like a good Wikipedia mm-hmm. read of his. Like, yeah. it was, like it's like this is what interests you in this. Like this is sort of what brings. I guess whoever until yeah. get, into this world, into where no that one world. Yeah. exactly. And I remember, I know my dad had one of the albums, but he kept it secret from me because I was a little boy, and right, those right. albums aren't very <laughs> right, child right, friendly. Because right, right. right. I'd be like, "What are you listening to, Dad?" And well, no, this not for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, when you started um, audition, like, what was your what was your early days of auditioning for you, and how long was it before, like, when you started auditioning to when you booked like your first role, and what sort of things were you auditioning for? The beginning of my career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say it again. What what so was I auditioning? So your early day, yeah. What sort of roles were you going So when out? I first came out the gate, uh, when we did Showcase, I was like, oh, God, please let there be someone, one, mm-hmm. on my list so mm-hmm. I don't embarrass my parents mm-hmm. and say that these three years were in vain. Again, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So we did L.A. first. I got more feedback from LA than I did from New York. It was a trip because I thought, well, how I look, yeah, no way. You know what I mean? I must be like very appealing to New York and theater and more gritty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like in a commercial sense, I didn't imagine like I'd be a commercial. You know what I mean? Aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. to the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I signed with my agency in New York City uh, or the New York City branch. Uh, and so my whole plan was, okay, cool, I'm going to sign with you guys here, and I'm going to go to L.A. And so then they said, well, just stay here. I signed with them in, like, in August. Mm-hmm. We graduated in, uh, like, the last week of May, signed with them in August, and then they said just stay here till pilot season. Mm-hmm. Make the rounds, get to know people. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, for like a month and I was nannying at the time Mm -hmm. for this Upper West Side family loved nannying Mm -hmm. and uh, my reps were like over it I I get I mean to me I was like this is a great gig you can I'm an afternoon nanny I don't even have to wake up early in the morning Mm -hmm. to get them out of bed like I literally just picked them up from school Mm -hmm. so I was like this is perfect you have from nine to one or Mm -hmm. whenever they open to like send me out for stuff but they were like over it I guess Mm -hmm. and so they were like oh we're gonna have you audition for a swing for this new musical and Mm -hmm. a swing is like the understudies 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 and so it was in a sense that like you'd be getting money you get a check you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and like you could still technically it keeps you available to do other other things and so I was like I don't because of what had happened of of me getting kicked out of the opera program I was like I'm cool on singing like I don't 
I, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, sure, no problem. And so <laughs> I go into the audition. The director never looks at me. It was my, I think, really? maybe it was my second audition. The first audition that I remember having, no, two. It was my third audition. Mm-hmm. I remember having an audition where Felicia Rashad was directing an oh, August wow. Wilson oh, play. Nice. Yeah, that yeah. was for early on, I was like, <laughs> shaking. Oh, my God. I can imagine. Yeah, was, There's a so, lot of words in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was, I think it was with the, I don't know what, it was off-Broadway theater, but in, it was like um, the Manhattan Theater Club, one of those like yeah, yeah, big yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. So I had that one, and then I remember, I think the same theater, I had then auditioned for Wit, mm-hmm. uh, with Cynthia Nixon was the lead character, um, and I was uh, auditioning to play the nurse, um, and then it was, and then that's where like, listen, this is this is too much, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I auditioned for Ghost, and so the director had his head down; he never looked at me. And I auditioned seventy five percent of the show. Um, Whoa! Yeah, is super that normal? Ins- no, okay, no. Oh, wow. I, I think what it was was, now, and this is, and I guess I should have known. Like, mm, that's off. But this was my first one, so I didn't right. know. Yeah. So, you know, they're calling for a 40, 45, 50, maybe 60-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going in, and Lilius White's coming out. And I'm like, oh, my God, Hercules. And right. everything else you've <laughs> right. done in your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always. Um, and so I was like, wow, this is really intense. And so I believe that they did it because I was a newbie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they were like, see, let's like, see all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if you can do the basically the whole show. Yeah. Um, and so I did it, and the adrenaline was high. Oh and God. I was like, I even walked away with that one. I was like, yo, right. I killed that one. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even really want to do this, right. but I, I that killed that one. And at that point, you didn't know that they were auditioning you for the, the, the main, that you just before, thought you were still going to be a swing. So maybe the next day or two days later, I got the call that, that I got it, but I thought I booked the understudy. Yeah. Oh, but you got yeah. it. And so then maybe like a week went by, and my reps called me back, and they were like, yeah, I would just... We feel like we should be getting phone calls from you of excitement and emails and like you're just chilling. Do you get it? Like, and I was like, yeah, I get it. I'm understanding. And they were like, no, 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 you're you're her. But what was so crazy was they had the the woman from the West End was scheduled to like they were taking the leads, three leads from West End mm-hmm. to Broadway. So I was like, how is that? even an option. Right. You know what I mean? And and so that was crazy to to have all those women audition and, and for it to just bloop. Yeah. yeah. Pop like that. Yeah. So that was just a, like a month of being out of school. Like, you know me, after I got like my Asian and like once you get settled, I'm like, okay, I'm going to live in New right. York. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so things happen like fairly quickly quick, quick. for you, like in terms of, I guess, what you, how it usually kind of happens for for. Yeah, I guess journey. so. I think there was a part of me that I was like, okay, well, I went to Yale, so maybe mm-hmm. it'll happen a little bit faster mm-hmm. just with, like, the name of loan and whatever that's going to carry in New York City. Right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't really doesn't apply mean, yeah. as much here. It's interesting, though, now they like to, L.A. likes to reference it. You know what I mean? That like, to, Lupita like, and yeah, Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and There's Yaya. Like a, yeah. Now it's like... The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that's yeah. real like a, yeah, like When I went yeah. to your meeting the other day, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. No, but it's 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 uh, it, it's been a crazy journey yeah. that things just. It's not that I don't work hard, but like sometimes it's like work hard plus you know there's always something else that sort of like gets you to yes, right? Mm-hmm. Like yes, yeah. and that teaches you, I think, to not hold on so tightly if you just work on your craft and in general excuse me hone that in (coughs) excuse me hone that in Uh you'll find i don't know it kind of just finds you right you know what i mean i've I've, there's been times on deadline i'll look and i'll be like i want this job this job this job and you just zero in on it with all this intensity Mm -hmm. i've never booked a job that i've saw on deadline to then forward an email to my reps to be like there's a production of this Mm -hmm. get me in for it Mm -hmm. i either haven't even got in at all Mm -hmm. uh or 
it didn't go well. You know what I mean? Not that it didn't, like, not bomb, but, like, I've never... Everything that I've booked is it's nothing written. that I've ever asked for. Right. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Everything. Powerful. Nothing that, powerful. that I've asked for. Nothing. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Honestly, whole, like, it's like the chills. whole, like, you know, what's meant for you won't right, pass you by. Right, right. Kind of mm-hmm. that's, that's, so that's then I just stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just stopped, you know, like, trying to manipulate and control. If you really focus on the essence and the elements of who you are as an artist and the types of stories that you want to tell, mm-hmm. that stuff attracts itself to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just hone in on the craft as a whole and trusting that the right directors and casting directors, as they begin to work with me, understand my aesthetic mm-hmm. and my approach and what right. I'm interested yeah. in doing, as wide and diverse as that is, and that those things pulls me. I'm also looking to switch things up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I never want someone to get too comfortable and be like, okay, cool, yup, she's this. Oh, they put you yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah like I, yeah. I'll do something polar, polar oh, opposite. opposite. Yeah. 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 yeah, if I can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how was it like doing Ghost the Musical, doing this, you know, musical based on this like revered character, I mean like Whoopi mm-hmm. won uh, Oscar for it and you got nomin- nominated for a Tony. How was uh, being in that musical for you and how did it kind of inform, you know, the next step in your career? Uh, so to answer the last question, mm-hmm. it didn't. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that. Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's like, okay, that's done. Right. So next chapter. Yeah, so it we'll wasn't see like, what now that com- I've done this, I want to do yeah. this, this, and this. It was well, so well, I will say, I will say, because New York is a smaller market, it was a sense of due to this amazing opportunity of shooting out of a cannon, so to speak. Right. It, it, then I was kind of like, okay, I saw New York. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in a sense of like, um, I've met the who's who, mm-hmm. and when when we found out that we were closing, I remember, and this is crazy, I said to my reps, I said, listen, because um, the timing was about right. This was like, I think we closed in like August or September, mm-hmm. and I said, listen, so we're going to go back with the game plan of before, mm-hmm. that I'm going to go to L.A., um, for pilot uh, season. Or I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to do pilot That's what yeah, I said. Yeah. I said, I want to do pilot season. I didn't say go to LA. I said, I'm going to do pilot season and see what this whole TV right. thing is. Um, and I said, before, if I get something before I leave, I want to book a play. I want to mm. book a movie. And I want to book a TV show before I go. Mm. And they were like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. all right. right. Um, and then within that week, I had five auditions mm-hmm. um, and I booked three of the five and it was a movie a play stop it all within a week it was mm-hmm. the crate and I would it's say manifestation that right. if anything that's what I feel the most yeah. Yeah. like oh not not of like yeah I'm an actor but more so of like okay this is something's happening right, and right. it's been continuing yeah. to happen throughout my career yeah so I did The Good Wife mm, I did Robin yeah. Williams last movie mm-hmm. and I did um, this uh, new play I originated a role in a new play with the Atlantic Theater Company um, and it literally ended that play was the last thing I did and it ended on New Year's Day because you know generally mm-hmm. before like what was that like maybe five years ago mm-hmm. Pilot season roughly was at the top of January. That would be around the time that you would go. Yeah, yeah. and so then I had auditioned for uh, a pilot, and I remember I was broke, and I had just come from um, a meeting with a nanny agency. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go, go back,", back. Yeah, and it was no. rough because coming off of Broadway, I was like, you know, back on the grind to find. a a normal hustle job Mm -hmm. and so I was going to like temp agencies and they would not hire me Mm -hmm. because they were like you're a Tony nominated actress we're not hiring they refused to hire me and then would show me around the office to be like this is the girl (laughs) and I'm just crying because I'm like I really need it I am broke I don't have anything they would be hire me you're not hired but we're gonna gonna show you you yes and I would be crying like 
crying like embarrassed and that's i was like wrong though yeah. but I, I you know but it was interesting because i my mom was like but that's something if a stranger can right. see in you that your purpose because they're probably like she's not going to be around for a long time like why would we yeah, yeah. meanwhile like, i'm like i'm broke broke, broke broke yeah. broke <laughs> so i came you know, from a nanny job. like a this nanny agency to be like signed on their roster mm-hmm. they signed me on the roster and then i went over to the rockefeller plaza for nbc and it was packed mm-hmm. and you know those new york days where you're like just running 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 all day you have mm-hmm. everything from your day on your back mm-hmm. and so i was like it's too packed in here i'm just gonna sit in this corner real quick and wait till it dies down before i even put my name on the like there's no point right. it's chaotic yeah, and yeah. that energy's too much sat in the corner end up falling asleep the casting director wakes me up it is empty uh-huh. wow. and I was like what and she was like are you ready to audition <laughs> and I was like wait right. what <laughs> and so literally I go into this audition for uh, this uh, pilot uh, For it was with Ellie Kemper and myself mm. and it was like the female yeah. odd couple and so I played this like kind of like <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Yes. <laughs> like, you know the yeah. show you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like this Tracy Morgan odd. Like she's just kind of aloof. So it worked yeah. in regards to like I literally woke, just woke up. Wow. So I'm doing the lines and I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, you know that like groggy you just right, woke up right. by. <laughs> and like, so. Raspy, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, they were like, you booked it. We're flying. Well, well, no, 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 no. It was right because it's a pilot. So it's right. where you're, you're testing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were like, they, they loved it. You're testing. And then when I got here, which was a trip, when we were like rehearsing or whatever, uh, they were like, listen, so we loved everything you did. We it was like, you just didn't really care. And you were just like, and they were like, repeat, repeat everything that. you did. And you were like, oh my God, but I was asleep. Like, I don't know right. how to replicate like, that fall asleep <laughs> yeah yeah so right. it was it was crazy that i was like whoa that's yeah. really wow really yeah. interesting yeah. <laughs> so you're in dolomite is my name mm-hmm. wonderful fun movie yeah i mean for real it was yeah. like one of my faves yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, at tiff and yeah. it is still now i mean also i think it's screen what time was it it was late yeah it was late it was like a 9 30 screen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So. after a long day but mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how familiar were you with the story of Reed Raymore? And even Lady Reed. How, how... Well, there's nothing on Lady Reed. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, like, how, what, what did you even, since there was really nothing on Lady Reed, how did you even, like, like kind of, yeah. So, right. So, I actually wasn't familiar with Dolomite at all. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm close to my parents, and so... It was my dad's, like, me and my dad's, like, daily check-in or whatever. Mm. And he was like, so what's up? What are you working on? Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, I'm auditioning for this new thing. It's like Lady Red and mm-hmm. what's that sugar brand? <laughs> and he was like, Domino. And I was like, yeah, Domino. <laughs> literally. And I was like, it's in the 70s. And it's like, I don't know. Because when I received it, everything was untitled. There was right. no script. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know anything. I didn't know that. Definitely didn't know that Eddie was involved. Like, oh, I didn't wow. know any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... It was just a real, not suspect, but like real, <laughs> like, like secretive, secretive, right, right. but not like high profile. They didn't, they didn't they pump didn't, it like yeah, that. Right, right. So my dad was like, "Do you mean Lady Reed and Rudy <laughs> Ray Moore and Dolan? Are you kidding me?" Mm-hmm. And so my dad was like, and then like just gave me everything. Like the okay. rundown. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Dad, why don't you know?" He was like, "I raised daughters. Like what? Yeah, yeah. What would I be like? Come exactly. sit down here, <laughs> let's, you know?" Exactly. Yeah, but I'm seeing all this passion in him, and I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. this is a trip." And so then I had went through. There's a um, on Amazon. There's this uh, collection. Like, they have a curated collection uh, mm. called Brown Sugar. Mm. You know sometimes when you yeah, click yeah, on yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. you have to subscribe to right, watch right, this. Right, right, So Brown yeah. Sugar is nothing but vintage yeah, black, black cinema. Yeah. And so uh, it had all of his movies. So I just sat down and vegged out and mm-hmm. watched um, all of it. And that was kind of like my, my way into... Mm. 
into the world. And then in regards to it being limited, honestly, I was really scared in regards to the audition process because I was afraid that they were going to think that I didn't do my homework. Right. Do you know what I mean? Or, or that I, I, or again, because I'm young mm-hmm. and they're looking for someone older, that it was going to be like that ageism situation. Right, right. And so uh, at Yale, they have a department, a department called dramaturgy, and they're basically like the historians, mm. um, if you will. And so in plays, often you will have someone who basically is like your factoid or like your encyclopedia on your show your okay. and has all this information for you. It's really a treat as an actor because mm-hmm. you get all, but I was like, oh, is that how going to be in television? Film? No. <laughs> so, but I asked my classmates, I was like, yo, I can't find nothing, but maybe, you know, through your links and websites right. and connects, you can find some stuff and they couldn't they find, find anything. It. So then that's when wow. I was like, okay, cool. I had professionals on it. So right. there's just like, nothing out there, which exactly. is horrible yeah. Yeah. and a whole nother issue that needs to be no, addressed. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? But it mm. gave me, at least I could then breathe. You know right. what I mean? In and a like, sense of like, okay. And so really outside of the movies, what it then became was her party albums, her mm-hmm. voice. Her voice was the roadmap. Mm-hmm. For me, decoding her, so to speak, because you really, if you really take the time to like, like kind of obsessively dig into a voice and you just keep hearing it over and over, you really start to hear the personality of a person. Yeah, yeah. You start to know, oh, this got them excited mm-hmm. or their voice dropped here. So they probably really meant that mm-hmm. or they really wanted you to hear and understand that. And so through that, we like connected and we met in the middle, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, through the party albums and through because she wasn't, she was new at acting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the good part mm-hmm. in that it was that you probably you saw be, a little bit more of her, right? Than like you know what I mean. This is my acting self, and then this is you know what I mean me because she was so raw and new yeah. to it. I got to get a, a little bit into her personality um, and who she was, and then on set. Uh, Eddie was then a great resource because yeah. he had seen her perform oh, a bit nice. and uh, or had remembered things when he saw certain things live. And then, you know, as we was filming, he'd be like, okay, so one time she said, say that right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you're like, it's just, you know, it's a real collaborative on the spot type thing. So, I mean, speaking of Eddie, that the cast is super stacked. Like, you it's have... crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Wesley Snipes, like, Keegan-Michael Key, like, so many... Titus. Ha- right, Titus, <laughs> who Epps, I love. Craig Ty- yeah, Mike, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, it's like, heavy. all these... How, and then you were, you were pretty much the only female... You were the only female voice of the whole movie. So, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you sort of, like, how, how do you sort of I guess move with knowing that, like knowing that you're the you're the female you you bring the female gaze to this movie. Um, I will first say that um, those are some very woke, kind, generous, mm-hmm. giving, extremely talented men. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made it com- more comfortable mm-hmm. for me of an atmosphere in which I could really like do my thing. And that they supported it, and it wasn't no, like, you know, for all those supposed egos, you would think it would be crazy. And it wasn't. And I wonder if, like, being that it's Eddie Murphy, that that was, like, the grand, like, equalizer of it all. But, like, it it wasn't that kind of energy at Mm -hmm, all. mm -hmm. But, I mean... But a lot of it had to do with their encouragement of, like, you know, go on and do your thing. But I, honestly, the huge motivation for me, again, to circle back was the fact that there's nothing written on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's nothing written on her and there's nothing been done on her. for her. Yeah. So I felt an extreme responsibility and not even obligation, but obligation for my people, for right. for women to to tell this story as fully and as layered and as complex as possible and show my goal was to try to, I don't care if you gave me four words to say, to show you all the essence of her and every syllable of the word, if that's what it was going to take. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, Because yeah. you never know what they're going to write, and it was two white writers. Yeah. So you really are like, I don't know what they, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? But what's so dope about that, too, is that that was a collaborative experience. Right, right, you know what I mean? Yeah. They'd be like, does that sound right? Would you say that? Or, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? And I'd be like, mm close you yeah, know what yeah. I mean or like oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. you know okay. so that it really was like a very 
I don't want to say pro-feminist set, but no, it was a very, yeah. for all those men, that could have been a very, very different experience. Right, exactly. And it wasn't. Yeah. And it was a very uh, enjoyable process. Yeah. I think, like, with Lady Reed, one of the, well, I think the first thing when I got home from the screening, I started researching her. Yeah, and I know. If anything, you just put her in the spotlight. You know, yeah. you, you, you mm-hmm. made everyone curious about her. Because, yeah, Ruby Ray Moore, mm-hmm. a lot of people know about her, but... Lady Reed, I was like, oh, I would see a whole movie about yeah, her. Honestly. I know, yeah. I know. Um, so the the film is very much about you know how a, a fun black exploitation film mm. and how this film became iconic. <coughs> mm-hmm. um, but how do how did you approach the story outside of just being this kind of fun, you know, bio? Like camp- yeah, yeah, this like you know campy because. I took some stuff from it that, like, I don't know if other people did, but, like, what did you take away from it? How did you approach it? What did you take away from it at the very end when you left, you know, when you guys wrapped? Right. Well, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word black exploitation is a really tricky thing yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, we did not see it as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, meaning uh, the African American culture. What black exploitation was was an explosion of black work done by blacks for blacks mm-hmm. by blacks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it's an explosion. It's not to exploit, but right. I think sometimes d- <laughs> due to the viewer, you know what I mean? Like this takes back to stuff. If you think of it, like for example, Venus. You know what I'm saying? So the white settlers came over here. They see this black body mm-hmm. or go over to Africa. Mm-hmm. They see this black form of this woman with curves and full breasts and hips and a butt and all this and thighs. And they don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But they feel some type of way in a positive way towards it. So then they're going to go put this woman up literally on a platform mm-hmm. on a display and have a museum of like, how they had the 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 wonders of the world, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, when they would have those big museum circus carnival, whatever you yeah, want to call yeah, it, yeah, 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 and it's on display. You know what I mean? Like we 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 know what it is. We live it. We see. That's my grandmother. That's my aunt. Right, that's whatever. Right. Yeah, it's new to them, and they then exploit it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's very interesting to me. And sometimes I wonder, did they put that connotation of like, oh, you're. It's, it's you know it's just debaucherous. Yeah. You have these naked women and da, 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 and you know as a way to like shut it down. I really truly mm-hmm. wonder did they do it as a divisive tool to ultimately shut it down because it's not disrespectful to yeah. us. Yeah, I think I think it's just putting it in a box. I think that's what we do in Hollywood. We, we, yeah. like, to, we like to put things in a box. It helps us better understand it. Helps us better market it or whatever. Yeah. So like even like, even uh, with uh, like Ruby Ray Morris, like there is there are people that wanted to sell it. I, don't, I forgot those guys' names. That, yeah. Like, but there were people that wanted to sell it because this this was what this was. Right. You know, if, if, I feel like if you just called it maybe a film. Or a feature like that it would wouldn't, have, yeah. it wouldn't have maybe they wouldn't be able to sell it because it's a different story. It's different people that we haven't seen on screen, yeah. right? So that's I don't know. Maybe that could be why that that sort of that sort of label came about. Uh, that's a good question. Like how did how did we how did how who, did that come about? We called yeah. it black yeah. We didn't call it yeah. that. You yeah. know what I mean? It like we were like I can't wait tool? to see my yeah. black sport. T- we didn't right. call yeah. it that. You it know was what I mean? Film. It yeah. was a label, yeah. you know what I mean? And, right. and this is what happens in our society. Like, not to get deep, but it's a label. It Someone oh, else deep. puts a label on something that's the norm. Right. And or it a celebration. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And so then it be, exactly, you then put it in the corner in a way, and it's like, it doesn't even and need it, to be that. And it, in a way, it kind of, you know, fence people off in a way. It, yeah, it, like, yeah. warning, be prepared. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a whole lot of blackness. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real. No, no, like, you're right, you're right. And it's like, why has it got to be that right. way? Because we yeah, don't right. do that for exactly. other things. I mean, it, this was I, like, because, like, what Rudy Waymore did was, in a way, camp. I don't know right. if he meant it to be camp or anything No, like he was that. dead ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, that's but been, still. But, but other folks that are not like they've yeah. done camp before I and mean, we just call them films yeah yeah, yeah. So, or how i'm a black actress right no yeah. do we say a white actress we were no, we don't. you've never that. heard yeah. that we were talking about the other day i was it was you know this is why we need people of color in every facet of of this business because it was it was a one of the trade sites they were writing about a director. not us not <laughs> us it wasn't us but one of the trade sites was writing about a director and they called him this director has become big in the in the black comedy space 
But like, why not like, the comedy space? Right. And I was just thinking, like, if yeah. you were writing about like a Seth Rogen or something, you would mm. never say Seth, he's a big white he's comedic. Killing actor. He's killing it as a white comedian. Never ever say that. So, like, space. why did you feel like you had to put that? Even like black films, I get why we have to say this is a black film. I, 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 sometimes I can see it as a sign of pride, like this is a black film. Yeah, it's yeah. With black people, it's, made there's by, there's this fine line. But of, then when yeah. you start kind of characterizing every single thing, like black actress black writers, black director, it, it gets to the point where, okay, why are we still doing this right. in yeah. 2019? Right. Like, what, when did this person not become a person, and when did they become just about their race? Right, and you know? that's what I would say I take away from yeah. Yeah. doing Lady Reed. Well, you know, I mean, I think also... She's a person. The one thing that I really enjoyed about the film was that it w- there's this, like, sense of community. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. we see, you know, whether you're a black community, any marginalized community, you want to support your community yeah. no matter mm-hmm. what. Even like, you know, everyone was like, oh, I don't know what Rudy Ramore is doing, but I'm going to support him because right. this yeah. is, this is. And yeah. he held his people down. He did. Exactly. And like, th- that's a beautiful scene where mm-hmm. he's like, if a floor needs to be swept, exactly. I'm going to sweep right. it. No. Everyone was going to rise up with him. He yeah. wasn't the whole gonna... story, I was, I, I was so inspired because this man literally wanted to do something. Everybody told him no, and he did it anyway. And he, and he bought mm-hmm. along his community right. with him. Exactly. And like, the community was strong, supportive. They were kind of his yeah. foundation and I the sense of community that I felt like oh, we're gonna make this movie no matter what yeah that last that, scene yeah. tells, like, says it all yeah like, manifestation yeah. is serious yeah 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 it's um, really serious I don't wanna spoil it but yeah that last scene like, <laughs> it, it, it really like really really spoke to it's me. out already right. so people it is should. out but like let's give, it just came out on, yeah, yeah. on last week we'll give people a chance to yeah. watch it um, so just before we wrap up we like to ask like what what's mm. like what's next in your uh, pipeline of projects is there something that you can talk about and then also is there something that you haven't tackled yet that you are really hoping or or itching to tackle yeah sure so uh i'm currently uh in montreal Mm -hmm. filming lee daniels's new uh billy holiday yeah with andrew day so i play her best friend slash um, manager and hairstylist Mm. so it so that's new for me in regards to two biopics Back right. to back, but you're like, come on, Billy Holiday. <laughs> right, right, Am I really right. gonna be like, ah, exactly. no? Because my rule is, no, 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 no. no. This will be yeah. the exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then in regards to what I want to do, again, my biggest focus uh, is to show range and show a profile mm-hmm. in which we predominantly see mm-hmm. in uh, white women, mm-hmm. um, and to be able to exemplify that in a different shell, you know what I mean, mm. of a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so stuff that I would love to do um, and feel as though I personally haven't tackled yet or would love to tackle. I mean, I will say with uh, Lady Reed was personal for me. Like, it really bothered me that it was not right. stuff on her. So it got me on this journey of, like, what other people and what other uh, stories of women color that we haven't discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are definitely two uh, stories that I definitely want to tackle mm-hmm. um, of Pearl Bailey mm-hmm. and Sister Rosetta Tharp, mm-hmm. who is the creator of rock and roll oh, yeah. and never got credit. Oh. Yeah, so there's that. Um, and then I would love to do things also that is a contradiction due to my size. It was interesting. I didn't realize until we were doing press and Titus said something. He was like, yeah, you were the ingenue. And it tripped me out mm. because I was like, what? Because mm, we always used to a certain image mm. of an ingenue. That's right, yeah. that's right. Mm. I didn't even know it. While I was filming, and that was a blessing because I would have started, you know, right, right. walking a certain <laughs> way. You'd be like, I'm you, so I gotta pop my hip and right, right. give you just sex, 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 you know, whatever. Um, so I, I, there's de- more things that I want to tackle. Is like, you know, we've never seen a woman of a certain size be an action hero, yeah. and I don't mean yeah. like superwoman. Although that would be cool to do, like, yeah, why not? you know, like a curvy woman being a superhero. No, yeah, but definitely. like I mean, like even like action movies, like a, right. like a spy, like yeah, kind yeah of, like, like a curvy down. Denzel, yeah. like right. kicking ass, oh my God. and not commenting that. on the size exactly. ever. I am here for that. Oh my gosh, I am too. here for All that. The yeah, that would be So we like to wrap up our interviews. Before I do, I, I do want to say that I love Selfie. Yeah. So oh, thank you. No, I love that show. And thank I, you. I was just like, 
Oh, that was a fun one. Way too soon. I I actually honestly think it may have been ahead of its time a little bit. Low key. Yeah. I always wondered if the title of the show, but that's not enough to cancel the show. No, no, it isn't. But I I remember when I, when that, because that was the next one right after that. And I was like, oh, because this was like literally when the word selfie just became a thing and i remember i had the same feeling as you i was all is that a good title for that show because the cast karen gillen john cho you i know i was like and then i it was so funny yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it was it was it was that was a very very fun show to do yeah and where they just let us like do our thing gone too soon yeah but we 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 like to ask these questions called the facts faqs Mm -hmm. Um, so, and they're like fun little random questions. Sure. Um, what was the last movie or TV show you saw that made you cry? That made me cry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> Honestly, because the schedule is so hectic, mm-hmm. I've been watching like silly things. Oh, because yeah. it kind of, yeah. yeah. Like decompress. I've been watching oh, like the... random stand-up yeah. and like okay. British comic Comedy yeah. TV shows. Is there a, is there a movie that always makes you cry? Like you, like whenever cry. you watch it. Whenever you watch oh, it. Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or a TV show. A TV you know, show. We're we're just wanting That's to make you yeah. cry. <laughs> what was it make you guys cry? Um, I cry. I've been crying really easily lately. Yeah, you do cry easily. <laughs> I don't cry easily, but there's one movie that I, I remember bawling to. It's an old movie. Oh, what, the Champ. Have y'all do y'all, do y'all ever watched no. the Champ? No. Oh my God. Who do you do, have you seen it? What is the Champ? Who's in it's, it? It's an old like like, like how old? Not eighties. Not eighties. <laughs> it's like fifties. Um, who was in it? Okay, so let me let me look it up. It's it's people that we know. I think the guy that was in Silver Spoons that that shows Silver Spoons. Schroeder. Yeah, I think that's when it was like, in the fifties. Yeah. Well, maybe not. maybe like, maybe he was like not. He was young. Oh, I, don't I think yeah, no, he was young. And I think it was who was who were the uh, there was there's two versions of it. I've seen. Okay. Oh, yeah, this one. Okay, okay, so who was it? Who was it? Who this was is it? like seventy nine. Oh, 50s. John Voight. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my years. Um, so John Voight was. What in is it there. about though? So and Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. Um, so it was about this dad who's like a super. He's like a he's a boxer, but then he fall he falls off, and then he comes back, and he like he's like an old guy, but he he like wants to relive his glory days. So obviously, like his body is not how it used to be, <coughs> and his son is just there, like you know, cheering him on. Oh, but also, like, so it's work. kind of like a rock. Yeah, yeah, and then it, and then. Oh. I mean, Spoiler: He he dies. Oh, but okay, it's a very. It's a, I mean, it's 1979. <laughs> yeah, he dies in it, and it's just a really like him when his because he, he he has his last boxing match. I can't remember if he won or lost, but it was like he has his last boxing match. He, he dies really in the well, match, and he dies afterwards. <gasps> and like oh, he Ricky, fought so yeah, hard. He, so he hard literally he, gave you gave all he life. got. It's, it's Whoa! The, it's, it's my it's the first, and I think I, two reasons why I cried. It's a sad, it's a sad movie, but then also I watched it with my dad, and my dad was crying. Oh. And then I've never oh, seen so has like this personal. I've never seen my dad cry. Okay, now. I want to watch so it. That, that's like that's the movie I remember. The I was like, so, it was the champ so, it was with Richard so, Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose one is you crying? <laughs> I okay lately. Not a even a movie. <laughs> so like, so Kelly Clarkson on her new talk show. Oh my god, <laughs> she sings like in every single episode. She does a oh, cover really? or whatever. Oh, she recently cute. did a duet with Cindy Lauper of True Colors, oh. and I was it watching it. It, memory, it, like, it was just something. her, Cindy Lauper playing not a guitar but like a auto harp or something. Like that, Whoa. and and Kelly, this them singing, and that's it. And they sang it. <laughs> yeah, a good harmony could get me all the time. <laughs> yeah, music gets me. Yeah, music a gets good, me. That's yeah. true. A honestly. good harmony. Whitney yeah. Houston songs do that to me. Like yeah. when I listen yeah. to her old And stuff. even like there was one when Ben Platt and Kelly Clarkson, same thing. Oh, he's good. They sang what, to make you feel my love. They did a duet, oh. and I was just like. <laughs> know what if it's, something's wrong with me yeah. but it's like you're feeling it's probably like, yeah. the, feeling like trigger feels. something back like, and it's triggering it, yeah. i'm stressed all the time <laughs> you're releasing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. healthy but no for real that was i was watching this heard them performing true colors and i was just like mm. that song because i remember when that song came out when i was young i love cindy lopper but like mm. when you go older and how old that song is and mm-hmm. just what it means mm. i'm just like yeah Aw. it's not easy being green tears oh my god yeah. Yeah. or rainbow connection Forget it. <laughs> Rainbow or, Connection. Yeah, Kermit yeah. singing that, playing. Wow. Yeah. Because oh. do you know, basically, Kermit's, for, uh, Kermit's voice is very similar to Big Bird. 
Oh yeah, they they, they, they have the same, like, the similar same like uh, the tonality yeah. of their voices are not that far off because mm-hmm. sometimes Big Bird sings Rainbow Connection. Really? I think it's something about Remit and Big Birds because there's there's like, like a, why are they? You'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a comfort, there's this nostalgia, oh, but yeah, Rainbow Connection. Me. As soon as he starts saying, why are they so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> Forget it. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. <laughs> Speaking of songs. Um, obviously, you have a singing background, so we have to ask your karaoke go-to. I hate karaoke. Oh no! I think most actual singers don't like karaoke. Like well, that's true. That's because true. half the time your day is spent with people being like, "Can you sing a song?" Oh, <laughs> sing something. Oh, it's kind of you, like yeah. if you work at an ice cream shop. All I, that's day. not true. I know some singers that like are like yeah. into it, but then they'll invite like all their singer friends, yeah. and then it gets and that's too competitive and OD. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I do not do karaoke. Yeah, well, I know, like, Filipinos love their karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) They love it too much sometimes. (laughs) But, yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm definitely that person that just sits and watches them. (laughs) And you're with a drink or you're just there. Yeah, Um, I'll just get drunk. So, uh, you are stranded on a desert island. Yeah. Okay, this is one of those questions. Are only allowed to bring one soundtrack. Broadway or otherwise, what? to listen to. <laughs> what do you bring? This, no. is, this is a tough this one. This is a tough one. These, we ask the hard-hitting questions here at the one. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, like, upsetting me. <laughs> Why would you ask that question? I'm um, telling you. That's actually very hard. It is hard for me, too. It could be any. Anything. Any, oh, my God. Now I'm thinking. I'm, I'm. And I know these aren't the ones that I would actually pick because I would feel overwhelmed. <laughs> but right now, I would say I would rest because I'm thinking of the most like range yeah, yeah, of yeah. it all. Mm. I would say if you remember Soul Foods, mm. the mm-hmm. movie, their soundtrack, just because it was so like it was. Yeah. That's like '90s. Right. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> or Coolie High soundtrack. Oh, because Coolie High soundtrack is just Dope. classic. And it's a range. Because remember, they shot it at a time period that they weren't actually, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, then they yeah. put some more modern Ooh. in. So you're spanning from like, I don't know, 60s to like 80s. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. good breath. I'm just trying to get as much <laughs> yeah. yeah, you that's have a good, to. That's a, good, that's a good strategy, too. Oh, good. Um, would you rather have chapped lips that never, never heal or never. terrible dandruff that can't be treated? I, y'all are really upset. <laughs> I'm getting triggered. Why would you? These are, we we ask these questions. Chap Wait, dandruff that can never, never be healed? Or chapped lips yeah, that, that never, never heal? They both never yeah. heal? Yeah, so would you rather have chapped lips or dandruff? This is a hard one, life? though. I would say dandruff because <laughs> I would figure out a way to conceal yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one. Because oh like chapped lips, you, you can, can never no, get... don't talk to you. <laughs> right, like, right. You'd be seeing, you'd you're not getting like, no love. If no you cases, talk to someone and then you like, just like staring at their lips, the honestly, whole time. and I do. I, I stare at chapped lips. I mean, I think mine I'm are chapped like, right you now. Have a little bit of that's no. okay. No, that's okay. No, don't worry. That's the last hard question. That's the last one. Well, our our last question is: we ask this to all of our guests. Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's an actor, writer, creator, storyteller, who is not in the mainstream, who you want to give a shout out to, give shine to, and that oh, people wow. should know about? Oh, um, off the top of my head, I would say my best friend, mm. Richard Prelo, who's okay. a phenomenal actor. I mean, he has representation and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but like people but need like, to know about we'll more people. Yeah. People yeah. need to know about Richard Prelo. Nice. Good. In New York, call his representation. <laughs> <laughs> a job. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you for doing this. Yeah. This was a great conversation. I love this conversation. No, me thank too. You. Dolomite but... is my name is out now. Right now. Right now on Netflix. Selfie is on, I think, Hulu still. <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> yes. And I watched that. I, I watched it recently. Yeah. Why, why did this get away from I us? Know, it's yeah. Work. Cool. Thank you so much, Thank Dubai. you for having me. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.